Father, we worship you, we praise you, we thank you for your grace over our lives. We thank you that you have sent your Son, Jesus Christ, to redeem us, that through him we might have eternal life, that we might have relationship with you. Thank you that he has reconciled us back to you. Father, as we meditate on your word, as we think about, about loneliness now, Lord, we ask that you would be present with us, that you yourself would be ministering to us in our own homes. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Josh, thank you for leading us in worship. Um, that was beautiful. Um, so this evening is our, is our third letter. And um, as I've mentioned, it's, it's on the topic of loneliness, something that many of us are, are struggling with at the moment. So this is how the letter reads. I write this to God's congregation in Pinelands and to believers all over Cape Town. May all the gifts and benefits that come from God our Father and the Master Jesus Christ be yours. All praise to the God and Father of our Master Jesus the Messiah, Father of all mercy, God of all healing counsel. He comes alongside us when we go through hard times and before you know it, he brings us alongside someone else who is going through hard times so that we can be there for that person just as God was there for us. Besides our current hardship, we have plenty of hard times that come from following the Messiah, but no more so than the good times of his healing comfort. We get a full measure of that as well. I pray that the suffering you are encountering because of the COVID-19 pandemic has only strengthened your faith and that you have had opportunities to bear witness to our Lord's sovereignty even now. This pandemic appears to be set with us for many more months, so we should continue to be prayerful and steadfast. This letter serves to bring you encouragement. In particular, I want to encourage those of you who are feeling lonely. When COVID-19 appeared on the scene several months ago, the world changed, at least for the foreseeable future. We transitioned off the streets, we left the shops and came home from work, stopped meeting in big groups, and we now spend our time at home, most of the time, indoors. <coughs> when we do go out, we no longer shake hands or give hugs. It is no longer safe to fly. Supermarkets, restaurants, malls, beauty salons, sports clubs, all the places where we used to congregate and interact with one another have severe restrictions. This massive and sudden severing of personal interactions is difficult for any of us because God has destined us to live in community. We are wired to connect. <coughs> but it is especially threatening to those of us who live alone or who may have been feeling lonely even before this pandemic. It's important to point out that loneliness is not the same thing as being a private 
person or an introvert or a loner because some of us actually both need and enjoy a lot of time to ourselves. Loneliness instead refers to the difference between the amount of social contact and intimacy you have and the amount you want. It's about feeling isolated, like an outcast. <coughs> Loneliness is not related to how many friends or relationships you have or whether you are alone or amongst people. There are people who are married but they feel lonely. There are people who operate in crowds of people, but they feel lonely. Many of us have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, WhatsApp accounts with hundreds of friends, but we still feel lonely. The opposite of loneliness is not popularity. True intimacy and feelings of relatedness are much more about the quality of our relationships than the quantity. Our God is a God of relationship and community. That is evident in His very nature. He is the Trinity, three in one. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. In the opening chapters of the Bible, God said that it is not good for the man to be alone. God then brought Eve to Adam and they became one flesh. We are designed to be in community with God and with one another. Perhaps that is why loneliness hits us the way that it does. But God's people are not exempt from the pain of loneliness. David was well acquainted with it, and his honest cries to God are recorded for us in the Psalms. As we read Psalm 25, verses 16 to 21, we see David's longing to be connected to God and his reliance upon that relationship. David wrote, Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. Relieve the troubles of my heart and free me from my anguish. Look on my affliction and my distress and take away all my sins. See how numerous are my enemies and how fiercely they hate me. Guard my life and rescue me. Do not let me be put to shame, for I take refuge in you. May integrity and uprightness protect me, because my hope, Lord, is in thee. God's prophets often felt the pain of rejection and loneliness. We should also consider the prophet Jeremiah. The Lord told Jeremiah not to get married. Jeremiah had few friends. Jeremiah is often called the weeping prophet. God called him to speak out against the sinfulness of Judah and warn of impending judgment unless the people of Judah repented and changed their ways. Jeremiah chapter 15 captures the prophet Jeremiah speaking to God about his loneliness, his unending pain, and his suffering. But despite his pain, Jeremiah trusted the Lord and followed God's calling for his life. Scripture tells us that even Jesus experienced loneliness. 
on the cross Jesus cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And in Isaiah chapter 53 and 3 and verse 3, we read a prophecy about Jesus, which says, He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised, and we held him in low esteem. Jesus can empathize with the pain of loneliness because he himself experienced it. Throughout the Bible, we see the connection with God and other followers of Jesus is good and desirable and preferable to being isolated and alone. David wrote how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. For there the Lord bestows his blessing, even life evermore, in Psalm 133. Jesus also assured his disciples in Matthew 18 and verse 20, For where there are two or more gathered in my name, there I am with them. Jesus also prayed to the Father, asking that we would be unified as he is unified with the Father. But what then do we do if we do feel lonely? Firstly, we have to admit that right now is a difficult time for us to connect with one another in person because of this pandemic. And there is a sense in which we simply have to grit our teeth and bear it. Yet, there are some things that we can do to help not only ourselves, but others who may be feeling very lonely right now. As a start, you must remember that as a follower of Jesus, you are part of God's kingdom of priests, and so you have a role to play. In 1 Peter chapter 2, Peter wrote, You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. The function of priests in biblical times was to connect the Jewish people with God. Now in 1 Peter chapter 2, we are being called priests. So, you too are part of a priesthood that is called to unite people to God. So when you're sad and lonely, or when you feel so alone, remember that you are called to connect people with God. Intentionally living into your calling will help you to overcome loneliness. Being a kingdom of priests means that each of us is to connect with God, connect with fellow believers who are also fellow priests, and reach out to connect with people who don't know God. Earlier on I wrote about the fact that even Jesus experienced loneliness. On the very night that Jesus was arrested and put on trial, 
the trial that led to his crucifixion, Jesus said to his disciples, A time is coming, and in fact has come, when you will be scattered, each to your own home. You will leave me all alone. As we read that scripture, we can hear the pain in that statement. Jesus knew what it was to be lonely. But then he followed that up with this. Yet I am not alone, for my Father is with me. In John chapter 16 and verse 32. Jesus also knew what it meant to be comforted even in the face of abandonment. We learn from Jesus here that when loneliness engulfs us, the first thing we must do is to turn our focus away from what we don't have onto what we do have. And what do we have, you may ask? We have God the Father Himself. So you can never be alone once you have trusted in Jesus Christ as your Savior. He promises that He dwells within you when you have received Him into your life, and that He is connected to you, just as a vine and a branch are connected. In the same way that sap flows through a vine and its branches, so too the love of Christ flows in you through you. He abides in you and you abide in him. You are one being with Christ. You share with him the most intimate relationship possible, an eternal spiritual intimacy. That's John chapter 15 verses 1 to 9. God will never leave you nor forsake you. So more importantly than trying a new hobby like learning a musical instrument or getting out of the house to exercise and get fresh air regularly or even getting a new pet or even attempting online dating, this is a foundational truth about who we are that we must embrace. I end this letter with a challenge for you and me alike. Which persons in our lives seem candidates for us to make a special effort to reach out to? These days of isolation are the perfect days to call, to text or WhatsApp, to email or FaceTime or Zoom. Not only anyone that we might know who we think may often feel lonely and disconnected, but also any of our other connections that could do with refreshing. So why not give a call to that unmarried aunt or uncle, or to those cousins with whom you haven't spoken for far too long, or to that school friend you haven't seen in weeks. Also, reach out to your fellow brothers and sisters, as they are possibly feeling the same way that you do. Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice. Strive for full restoration. Encourage one another. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another 
with a holy elbow. All God's people here send their greetings. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that because of you, we need not feel lonely. Father, thank you that you have come and you have sent Jesus and that through Jesus we now have relationship with you. Father, thank you that you never leave us nor forsake us. And Lord, now we pray for those of us who feel really lonely. And Lord, we ask in Jesus' name that you would come and comfort them, that you would presence yourself with them. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you would give them peace and that they would know your rest. Lord, even now as we as we gaze upon the city of Cape Town, we ask your blessing over the city of Cape Town. Lord, we ask that your Holy Spirit would indwell each home, that you yourself would be present there. We ask that even during this time of pandemic, that people might be drawn unto you, that you would use us to declare that you indeed are Lord of all. In Jesus' name.